You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 303 with Jermaine Foley. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jermaine Foley back on the show today. We are going to talk more about style. So if you missed last week's episode, make sure to check that out. But what I was talking about last week is building upon each other. Like everybody thinks they should wait until they have hit their goal. So today we're going to be talking about finance. But last week I was talking about, say, if you want to be a certain weight or a certain size and people think, oh, I should wait until I get to that size in order to have the style that I want. So today we're going to be talking about financial goals as well as like weight loss goals and how you don't have to wait until you get there. And actually it's really great to kind of figure out what your style is along the way. It's kind of like you're building that future you because sometimes I think we think when we get there, it will be like all figured out and that's not how it works. And so we want to encourage you that you can still go after your financial goals and you can still go after your weight loss goals and have the style that you want. If that be your house, your clothing, your makeup, your hair, anything that you don't just have to hold off and just wait until that big day. And so I love Jermaine's perspective on things. And so I hope that you enjoy this episode, share this with your friends. If you feel like you've been in a style rut or you feel like you know, the kids deserve to have the clothes and I don't really need them or I don't really need to make the house look cute or more my style. It's just not as important. This episode is going to be for you because it's going to have you think a little bit different and just kind of show you that it is important for you to have those things. And you don't have to go into debt having them and you don't have to just wait until you're, you know, 50 pounds down before you feel like you should deserve to have those pair of jeans. So um, I hope this gives you a different way to think about things and you enjoy this episode. Let's go to the show. Jermaine, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to be here again. Okay. So I'd like to ask icebreakers to start off the show and I probably asked you one before, but let's stick to this topic and um, it's all about style. Okay. And Mm -hmm. you know, for you, being a money coach for me, really focusing on weight loss. Um, I want to know, like, what is it that you wish you could have told your younger self about money and style that you're like, man, this would have been great if I would have known that back then. Does anything stand out to you? Absolutely. So (laughs) I remember when I was younger, like I was all about quantity. Like I just wanted a bunch of clothes, right? It didn't matter you know, the, the brand, it didn't matter anything. I thought the more, the better. And as I have matured and grown, I know that quality Mm. is actually what's most important. So I'd rather spend more money on one or two quality items than, uh, you know, that same amount of money on a lot of things that won't last that are too trendy and that don't stand the test of time. Yeah. And you know, let's be honest, right? Like how many of us just wear the same clothes anyways? Like we tend to go through the same, we just have our favorites that we kind of just lean towards. So buying a ton of clothes, it's like how many people actually do wear all of the clothes? I mean, maybe people who get photographed all the time and they're like, I don't want to be photographed twice um, with the same outfit, but like that's generally not the main uh, average person. And so uh, it's like, you might as well then pick something that is high quality if you're going to wear it often and, and you love it, you know? So absolutely. I, I like that. Yeah. You know, back in the days, like you think about like how many things can you buy from forever 21 or something? Like that. <laughs> and then <laughs> exactly. they just start falling apart. 
<laughs> exactly. Or so trendy that oh, the yeah. next season is it's not done. even something you would ever wear again. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So for those of you that did not hear our last episode together, Jermaine, tell us your whole name, where you live and how many kids you have. Yes. Yeah, so my name is Jermaine Foley, Jermaine with the G. And I have two boys. I cannot believe this, Amber, but I have a rising senior this year. Wow. And a rising freshman. So yeah. That's um, crazy. <laughs> so crazy. And I live in Michigan. Yeah. You know, that will be my situation. So my girls now are not in the same school. My oldest went into middle school. And the next time that they will be together is freshman and senior year, which is kind of sad for me that I'm like, wow, this is this is it for them being together until then. And that's only one year together. And so, um, so that will be my case. So that's just crazy to have that. So both boys in high school and then one will be in college next year. Oh my gosh. Every time I think about graduation, I just tear up. So yeah. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Yes. I know. It's just like, I, I feel like, um, when you have kids, like versus people who don't have kids, I feel like time goes by so fast, even though it's not going by any faster. It's just, you can see it though in kids versus like your own self, right? Like it's like even people will tell you, oh, your kids have grown or they're so much bigger and, and stuff. And you're like, yeah, they really are. And time is just going by in a blink of an eye. So, um, yeah, that's sweet though. Um, hopefully he will have a great year his last year and that your youngest will have fun in high school. Thank Um, you. Jermaine, so tell us a little bit about your background, how you got to where you are today and as a money coach and kind of like what you focus on and how you like to help women. And then we'll jump into the interview. Yeah. So my story just was really based on my own experiences with money. Um, I grew up middle class, graduated from college. I would say lower middle class, I should say. Um, I graduated from college. I was the first one in my family um, and my immediate family to go to college. And I racked up a bunch of student loan debts, um, met my husband. He had a bunch of student loans. Together, we created even more debt. We just found ourselves in a a really bleak situation where we were like $200,000 in debt. And it was like drowning and just, you know, stress and frustration. So I knew we had to figure a way out. But the caveat was we still wanted to be able to live our life and enjoy our lives while, you know, getting our money together, while building wealth and paying off debt and building our net worth. So I had to really figure it out on my own and how to do that. And so that's exactly what I help people do now. Um, My husband and I, we were great earners. So we had multiple six figures in income every year. Um, So we figured out the power of and. So how could we build wealth and still enjoy our life and not give up our lifestyle? So that's what I help primarily women um, do. Women who are kind of in that same situation, they are making the money, like they know that they make a great income. They know that, you know, they're doing everything right, but they feel like they have no money. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And one of the things that's like really holding them back for, from getting the help that they want is that they're like, I still want to be able to live. I don't want to um, give up all my freedoms. I still want to be able to go on vacation. I still want to have date nights with my husband. I still want to buy nice things. So that's the lady that I help. So I help yeah. her to build wealth and still find a way to live the life she really wants. 
Yeah, I love that. And I just looked it up. So you you and I did an episode and it was 270. So for those of you that want to listen to Jermaine and talk about more of her story and stuff like that, that's a great episode. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, one of the things that you said that I love using for myself and for my clients too is and, um, you know, because I think a lot of times, especially with my clients that want to lose weight, you know, they may be feeling a certain way, but then it's like, but And I also feel this way, you know, that we don't just have to be all on one side of a situation. Um, You can hold two things at the same time. And so I really love that, that, you know, you kind of figured it out. You were in debt, so you knew how to get out of debt, but then also be able to live a life that you wanted to without going back into debt. And it's kind of like, for me, losing the weight and then maintaining it, right? So there is this... um, challenge that I think people are like, okay, well, maybe I could get all my debt paid off. Maybe I could get all the weight off, but then how am I maintaining that lifestyle or how am I now able to keep from going back into debt? Right. And so I think that's the thing that we want to talk about today. And I've been, um, focusing on style. I did an episode last week about creating your style as a busy mom. And I came from it too, as the, uh, as a point of view of, if you're not the ideal weight or you're not your ideal size and you're trying to create style in your life. And I don't just mean your clothing. It could be your hair. It could be your makeup, it could be shoes. It could be your house. And are you living the way that you want to live? Like when you think about your future self, are you living as her or are you just hoping that like you're going to get to that weight or get to that size? And then you're just going to overall overhaul everything. And that's something that you and I were talking about before this recording that that doesn't really work well because I mean, one, did you try to do an overhaul, but two, you know, you really want to build that future self, like, you know, gradually, like don't just wait until like the very end, like become that person. And so I wanted to talk to you about style and money, especially if people are paying off their debt. Um, do you have personal experience of what that looked like for you as you were paying off the debt? Um, and like, maybe things have changed for you, what you would be picking today. Um, and maybe you help people like that in in that situation right now, like they have debt, like how are they still having their style or wanting the purses that they want, or they want to be able to decorate their house in a certain way? How are they doing that without feeling like it's all or nothing? Yes, that's such a good question. And some of my clients, you know, they do have debt, but others really don't have a lot of debt, but they have goals to Mm -hmm. save for retirement. They have goals to, um, buy an investment property. So they have goals for their mm-hmm. money, right? Yeah. Or they want to make sure that they can send their kids to school debt-free. So they're, you know, investing in their college funds. So it can be debt or it can be other things that they're trying to accomplish. So one of the things that I do with my clients is I help them to really understand what is important to them. And I think we touched on this during that last episode. So please go back and listen but everything can't be important to you all at once, right? Right. And so if someone has a money goal that they're working towards, but they still want to be stylish, let's just say with their clothing, then I would plan ahead. So it's not really hard to do at all. You can literally go to your closet and say, okay, what is it that I really want? What's a few staple pieces that would just really make me really live into that future person that I want to be. For me, it's a nice blazer, a nice pair of jeans that fit well, and maybe a few tops that I can wear under the blazer and kind of have a whole new look. 
So if I know that's what I want, I'm being very intentional with that. I know that's what I'm, I'm looking to do. Then I can plan for that. So I teach my clients just probably how you teach your clients to plan their food. Mm-hmm. I teach my clients how to plan their money ahead of time. So that is something that can be worked into their plan. It's not something that they have to delay and it's not something that they have to go and possibly buy. But it's like, okay, how can I be intentional about this? Work this into my spending plan and then actually go buy those key items that I really desire. Yeah. Where do you, and I I wonder where do you get like the pushback or maybe fear or do you, do you get that with people like, like, Oh, I, you know, I don't deserve to, to get this. Like one of the things that I notice when people are trying to lose weight, they feel like it's kind of a waste right now. So this would be slightly different, I think with, um, money. So you can share that with me, but like for them, they're like, I'm going to be spending money right now. And I don't want to be the size forever. And the one thing that I have to work on with them is, but this is the reality. This is the weight and the size that you are at right now. And so embrace that in the moment so that you can still feel good about yourself. Because I think a lot of times when we feel good about ourselves, we go towards our goals more versus like, if you're kind of like not dressing the way you want to, you're not taking a shower, you're not taking care of yourself you're less likely to actually go after your goals and do the things that you really want to. And so when you feel put together and you feel good about yourself, I really feel like that kind of puts you in motion to get closer to your goals, which then would be lose weight. So now this is where people will say in regards to money, okay, but I don't want to spend money. I I don't want it. Like that's a waste. Like, but the reality is though, you are the size that you are. So cramming yourself into clothing that doesn't fit is not really being kind to yourself. So I always say, just buy a few things kind of similar to what you just said, but for a different reason, don't go crazy with it, right? But buy a couple things that you can wear. Like I said, at the beginning, we wear the same things so many times. So, you know, you don't need to go buy 15 items. It's like buy three tops and two pants and then rotate them through so that you have something that you feel comfortable with and then donate it or give it to somebody that could benefit from it. And then that way you don't feel like you're wasting. So for your clients, what do you feel like people come up against that? They're just like, well, I just don't really feel like I can buy that. Or I don't know if this is something I should do, especially as moms too, right? I feel like, oh, your kids may look awesome. They may have Mm -hmm. the best tennis shoes and you're just like in your janky pants and you're like, well... I don't know. Do I deserve this? Right? Like, you're just like, wait, how do your kids look like this? But you what's going on over here? Because I think people are like, well, I don't know if I'm really worth it. So what's your thoughts on that? So if I have a client that says those words to me, like, I don't know if I deserve it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm worth it. Then that's where we need to start right there and helping them to realize the truth about themselves because they have a misunderstanding about who they are at that point everyone's worth it. We are born worthy. We are born deserving. We are born with everything that we need, right? We were given Mm -hmm. that by God. So questioning your worthiness about a piece of fabric doesn't even make sense. So I would start there (laughs) and just helping them to really understand who they are and who God created them to be. They were wonderfully and beautifully made. They are worthy, period but we have to make sure that they understand that. And then I will help them to understand that really it's not a waste of money. It's an investment in their future selves. Because Mm -hmm. remember, just like you said, Amber, you don't just become Mm -hmm. this person once you hit the goal weight. You become her on the journey. Yes. 
right? And so once you really understand who you are and how worthy you are, even at the weight you are, then you will say, you know what? I just, I do deserve to look put together and nice when I go on dates with my husband, or even when I go to meet with my kid's teacher, I deserve to look the way I want to look that makes me feel good about myself. So just really helping them really tap into who they really are. And um, sometimes that is the work right there. And once they actually start to no longer feel like they're not worthy and that they don't deserve it, then they start to kind of really start moving towards their goals more because the reason why in your case, they may be overeating is because Mm -hmm. they do feel that they're not good enough. And then they're just trying to like feel better because they feel so bad about themselves. So the food actually Mm -hmm. makes them feel better. So it's an endless cycle. And so we have to kind of disrupt that cycle of that, that negative thinking. Yeah, it's kind of like spending, right? Like you spend, mm-hmm. you're in debt and you're paying off the minimum balance and then you keep spending because that is making, it's giving you that dopamine hit, right? Even though that's exactly not the goal that you're trying to get to, but you just get into the cycle. So how about you talk us through that? Like, especially because you've been in debt, mm-hmm. how do you get yourself from, okay, I need to pay off this debt, but I'm also going to try to live my life. I know we talked about this in episode 270, but let's focus on this in regards to style. Like, how did you keep yourself from feeling super guilty that like all your money wasn't just going to pay off the debt? Cause I feel like that's probably, it's kind of like, it is that all or nothing mentality. It's like, if someone comes to me and they're like, I'm going to eat 1200 calories and I'm going to cut out all sugar and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Whoa, like, I don't like what, like this might work for two weeks and then like, is this sustainable? So mm. I would imagine it's kind of similar. Um, but I would love for you to share with us what that would look like if you were coaching somebody that was trying to pay down something, they feel guilty for overspending to begin with. It's kind of like someone being overweight and they want to lose the weight and they feel bad. And it's like, well, I got myself into this. So like, why I don't deserve to have like clothes when I'm the, when I got myself into this and I could see that happening with money too. Like I got myself into this and, oh, so now I'm going to, you know, reward myself. Um, so I, I would love to hear like what your thought is if someone were to come to you with those thoughts. It's funny you say that because they come to me with those thoughts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they usually come like, okay, I've shopped enough. I have everything. I don't need anything else. I'm not buying anything. They barely even want to give themselves enough money to buy groceries. They really mm, do wow. want to put themselves on a very strict budget almost yeah. to punish themselves a little bit for the bad, their quote unquote bad behavior in the past. Right. Right. Yep. And so that's when I do explain to them the all or nothing approach. And a lot of times I have to use a food analogy for it to click. So I would say, you know, think about like going on a strict budget, like they want that they think they want to. Mm -hmm. It's like going on a a diet when you're only allowing yourself to eat cabbage, right? nothing else. Like, yeah, Yeah, you're going to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. And maybe two weeks, it's going to be quick and fast, but is that sustainable? What's going to happen the next month? The same thing with their money. I'm like, so I tell them, Hey, we could do this. You might save a little bit, but you're probably going to end up spending that savings the next month simply because right now you're just trying to like rely on willpower versus really just deciding to be intentional with your money and then making your choices based on that intentionality. So if I had a client who really did need to upgrade her style, but she still had some 
financial goals she was trying to hit. We would sit down the month, the week before the month begins. So I usually have my clients create their spending plan for the following month. Um, the last week of the previous month. Yeah. And she would have to sit down and really ask herself, okay, what is it that I really want? So like I said earlier, you go in your closet and really see what is it that I want? Okay. It's a pair of jeans. It's also two shirts. Okay. About how much do I want to spend on that? Okay. $200. So that goes into that spending plan along with whatever debt that they want to pay off. So we do both. Right. Now that month you may not pay off as much in debt because you are going to go and buy those clothes, but that's okay. And I also remind them that this whole thing is not a sprint. I know a lot of people want to make it a sprint, yeah. but it's really a marathon. And it's not about getting to that place of where you're debt-free or where your net worth is a certain amount. It's about who you become on the journey to that place. And then once you're there, no one can take away who you've become. You're that person now. Yes. So it's like every step you take moving forward is from being that person. Yeah. Well, okay. And this kind of made me think about this too, and I kind of touched on it. It's a little bit like really specifically thinking about moms and how even with money, right? Like moms, I feel like I hear this so many times, like people are like, oh, like there's money, there's enough money for the kids to play their sports. There's enough money for their clothes. There's enough money for them to go to camps. There's enough money, blah, 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 right. For whatever the kids are. And then you get to the mom and they're like, ah, I don't know, like maybe we should just have more grocery money. Right. And then they just get to the bottom of the totem pole. I could see that happening. Um, you know, with, so that happens too. I feel like with weight loss, like, you know, it's like they're focusing so much on the kids, the husband, whatever. And it's like, they don't focus on themselves. And so with money though, I could see women coming to you, especially moms being like, well, I want to put the money in for the sports I want to do for uh, college and, and maybe, you know, a, an extra, you know, house, a beach house, whatever you were saying. And that's easier for them because it's for the family. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you ever get it where they're like, it's so hard for them to really just put themselves like, up there on the list. And, and, and if so, like, how do you help them if they kind of like, you can see that it's easy for them to hit all the other areas. It's no problem. Mm -hmm. Then when it comes to them, they're like, I don't know. Cause I do see this. It's like, it's like, well, the kids of course need clothing, but I'm fine with my five-year-old jeans that barely fit. And you're like, what is happening in your mind and your thoughts that are saying that you deserve that? I've said this on an, uh, an episode that I did solo that, if your kids grew, you wouldn't be mad at them. You're not like, well, mm -hmm. why are your clothes not fitting? And they're like too short because they grew taller. You're not going to yell at them and be like, well, you just have to wear it. It's the same with us. It's like, yeah, maybe we caused that weight gain. Maybe we caused that debt. Um, but that doesn't mean that like you don't ever deserve anything. So with the, with the mom speaking to the moms that mm -hmm. it's so easy to fund the stuff that is in regards to, I'm doing air quotes, family, but when it comes to them, they're just like, yeah, you know, we can just skip it. But you know that it plays on their mind. Like it really does. They mm -hmm. may think it doesn't or they maybe they maybe they do know it. But I think a lot of times they want to try to convince themselves that it doesn't really bother them. But deep down, I really believe it does. Absolutely. So you and I, we have titles like I call myself a life and money coach. Mm -hmm. And you call yourself a life and weight loss yes. coach, I believe. Yeah. So we 
work on money and weight, but really what we're working on is mindset shifts and helping people to begin to think differently so that they can begin to show up in the world differently. And so for, if I had a mom that I was coaching and she was really reluctant to spend money on herself because she thinks that everybody else deserves it. She Mm -hmm. keeps putting herself on the back burner. I would really want to get to the bottom of that by asking her some questions just to get to the part of why she feels that she isn't worth a new pair of jeans or, and, and we will go there and then we, we would have to see what's happening underneath the surface in order to get her there. So we wouldn't start by making her buy something if she doesn't want to. It will start with, okay, let's just explore here what's going on. And then once we figure it out and she really starts to unravel what's causing her, the thoughts and feelings that's causing her to show up that way, Mm -hmm. then we can decide, okay, are we ready to go and make that purchase? Are we ready to go buy that, that new, um, those new pairs of jeans or whatever, but we, we would start there with the mindset, just really getting to the heart of what is the problem. Yeah. Um, and it could, for some people, it could simply be that I just want to, you know, reach this financial goal first before I buy something mm. for myself. But my question would then be, but why are you so willing to spend money on everything else? But yes. You? Yeah. So we would have to drill down and just help them to see that. So they may not even really see what's happening. They yeah. could just be telling themselves, oh, I'm doing this because I have this other goal. But when you look at their spending, they're spending money on everything else but themselves. Hey moms, are you guys in your late thirties or forties and you just feel like you keep circling the drain? You're stuck, you're uninspired, and you feel like you can't get out of this endless loop. I want to help you. So most of you guys know I became a certified life coach last year and Really what it's all about is changing the way you think. And I want to give you the tools to finally make that change. Did you guys know that I offer a 30 minute free coaching session where we will come up with a plan for you to take action the moment we get off the call? All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching to set up that session with me. Or you can DM me at mominspiredliving if you have any questions. I can't wait to meet you. Now let's get back to the episode. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, I just, I think the thing is, is, and, and the why I wanted to do this whole episode and bring you on is I just think that so many times women, especially moms, they just really are like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And really, I want to encourage women and, you know, lift them up and say, it's okay to put yourself first at times. It's okay. Yeah to look the way you want, even if you're not the size that you want. And it's okay to set some money aside for yourself and also mm-hmm. put some money in the other categories and to really kind of ingrain into their minds that they are worth it. Because really, I just think it comes down to that. Or I think that you, I think a lot of women are like, well, I have to be rich or I have to be really thin. And so this is where it's that goes into that all or nothing. It's like you, you may be waiting around for a very long time. And it's like, you're going to look up and 10 years will go by and you're still wearing raggedy clothes and, and all that. And I really feel like people, they deep down, they see other people that look put together and they go, they're either like, Oh, they're rich or it must not be nice to be thin. And I want to encourage those women that, you can find your style as you, you know, have a different, you know, 
you know, weight or size, or maybe your income is not the same. You're not in the same tax bracket, but there are so many choices and so many options that you can pick from, you know, from sizes and then also from cost wise that you can look cute and look put together. Um, so, you know, as we get closer to ending this episode, is there anything else Jermaine that you kind of want to talk about before we do takeaways? Yeah. So we, I know we talked a lot about clothing, but your yep. style could also be yes. getting a nice haircut, right? Yes. Yep. It could be going to the Mac counter. Mac is my favorite makeup yeah. brand, by the way, uh-huh. and letting someone, you know, do an everyday face for you. And then you buy those products and you do, you know, you could do your own makeup at home. So it could be small things like that. So if you want to start small, getting a nice haircut, mm-hmm. getting a new um, makeup routine going, anything like that, just so that you can start stepping into the person that you really want to be, especially if you have those desires. Like if you really do want to look better and you really want to feel better, then do not wait. Do not delay that part of you because doing taking those steps now will just help fuel you on your journey to getting where you want to go. Yes. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that kind of, I was thinking about if clothing is too uncomfortable for you right now, you're just like, I can't get my mind around it. It's like purses and shoes Mm -hmm. and even like your things in your house. Like maybe you want to make your bathroom a little bit more glamour. And it's like, what's on your countertops? Like, what do you Mm -hmm. have your soap in? Um, what kind of hand towels do you have? You know, do you, does it look the way that you want? And, and I, I love the idea of makeup or even like earrings and, and just yes. necklaces, bracelets, whatever. Right. Um, you know, cause I know when you're not the size that you want to be, sometimes you're just like, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of money on clothes. Okay. Well you can accessorize and have some great options, have a beautiful coat. Um, I know that mm-hmm. goes back to the whole clothing, but a coat might carry you through longer, you know, and you're wearing it every day. So that in some people's mind might be worth the purchase. And so, um, or cute boots, you know, if you live somewhere Mm -hmm. like Jermaine, you live in Michigan. And so just thinking about that a little bit differently, like maybe putting a a beautiful rug in your bathroom, like thinking kind of outside the box or even making your bedroom the way that you want, like that buying that duvet that you've been wanting or a chandelier to put in your room or the lamps next to your bed. I think that people just think so much style is your clothing, but really it's the space that you're in because you think about it. I know for me, if the house gets really cluttered, I do not want to cook. Like if the, if the, if the kitchen is like nuts and I'm like, whoa, there's so much stuff. You guys have dumped everything in here. I'm like, I don't even want to cook. I don't want to deal with it. If, if the island, I can't like see it. <laughs> it like doesn't make me be like, let me cut some vegetables. You know, I know I'm like, let's go out. And so I believe your, you know, environment plays such a huge role. Now, I know everyone can't go out and like have, you know, a brand new home or do it the way that they want, but you can make those small changes that reflect your personality and your style. And it gives you a space that you feel like, you know what, this is what my future self needs me to do right now so that I can just keep stacking those little things that I'm doing. And eventually it will become more and more your space that you really love and you want. And then I feel like when you are in a space that you truly love, you do the things that you want to do and you go after those goals versus being around tons of clutter or things are just sloppy. I feel like it just puts you into a state of just like, I don't want to make the meals. I don't want to eat healthy. I just want to watch TV. Maybe you want to just go 
you know, perusing online and spend money you don't have because you're trying to avoid that. So I don't know any thoughts on that. I know you have a, a beautiful home, Jermaine. So what do you think by um, having a beautiful home? Do you feel like that kind of helped you have a different mind space of like going about your life? Absolutely. But I will tell you, I, I can um, give you a high five through the internet right now about the clutter. Because <laughs> if you go into my kitchen right now, there's envelopes all over one of our countertops. And I'm like, we have a mudroom, guys. This is what it's for. And and when you have all that clutter in, like, in your environment, mm-hmm. it does stifle your creativity. Yes. It stifles your motivation. And so I would say 100%. And listen, ladies. There's this place called Home Goods. I know, Come right? <laughs> so great. I love Home Goods. You can get some fabulous items for a very low cost. Put it in your spending plan, um, especially if you have a clutter problem. Sometimes just getting a few organizers can help. Um, I know, Amber, you mentioned the soap dish, like yeah. a beautiful soap dish. Uh-huh. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just a sweet nothing yeah. that can just make a lot of difference or a nice plush rug for your Yes, back. yes. I agree a hundred percent that um, your environment is important and it can either help uh, motivate you or it can sometimes um, really blunt your creativity and in your motivation for sure. Yeah. You know, I, I, okay. So I went to enough houses that I realized like, oh, you know, these people have their soap it, like in glass containers with a pump versus Miss um, Meyer soap, which I, it smells amazing. And that's like awesome. Or just the regular soap that's just all whatever. And I'm like, why, why don't I do that? Like, cause I'm telling you, I think part of my brain is like, well, because I don't have a real, like a, you know, a newly renovated bathroom that is, you know, white marble with all this whiteness going on in there with gray. You know what I mean? You know what I'm picturing right now. And so yes. it's like, oh yes, it's so glamour. Nobody uses it. Like that kind of feel, right? Like, and so, um, yeah, so I'm kind of like, what does it matter? And that's where I had to push myself. I'm like, you know what? Nope. I'm changing it over. So in the summer I was at home goods with the girls and I'm like, mommy is getting all of these. Like they were glass and they were really pretty. They weren't super mm. expensive. I changed over our half bath. I am the master. So my husband and I both have our own and the girls share one in their bathroom. And it's such a little thing, like, especially cost wise, because I went to home goods, but it makes a difference because it, to me, it doesn't look as cluttered, like just seeing the label of the brand of soap. And then just, it seems more, um, just, I don't know, clean lines. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's more elegant and it just, I don't know, it, it really changed it. And I don't know why it took me so long to do this. Like, seriously, I mean, I've seen it enough in Target. I, I guess my brain, again, this is what I'm trying to say. It's just that I, I don't know if I was just like, well, my house is not exactly the way that I want it. And so therefore I'm not, Why? what does it matter if I do small things? But I'll tell you, it really did make a difference. And sometimes I'll just look at it and be like, I'm so glad I made that purchase. Like, so it really <laughs> yes. does make a difference. It's my whole point. And so um, I, I just want to encourage all of you guys to really think about where is something that you can do um, that would really just kind of make your day. It'd make your life more fun. It just would make you smile. It'd make you feel more pulled together. It makes you feel like this is more your style versus 
just being like, well, I'll just wait until one day, you know, I can drop 20 grand and do a bathroom renovation. Okay. And then I'll buy my soap pump. Okay. Like, hello. You know what I mean? Like you can have that soap pump even without having that. And, um, so as we end Jermaine, what are some takeaways or a takeaway that you have for everyone? Absolutely. So, I mean, the first one is just to get rid of that all or nothing Mm -hmm. approach. I mean, you just said it like, oh, either I'm going to spend 20 grand on a reno or I'm just not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's get rid of the all or nothing approach. You don't have to, you know, revamp your entire wardrobe. Yep. Or do nothing. You can do a little bit at a time. And remember, put it in your spending plan. Make it make sense based on your income, based on your financial goals, but make yourself get creative enough to make it happen somehow. Yeah. It doesn't have to happen like all in one month. You can spread it out over a couple months. Maybe you buy one piece next month and then another piece the following month. And then eventually you'll have the nice things that you want. Maybe there's three or four pieces that you really want Mm -hmm. um, in your wardrobe. And I would just really want to say you do not have to wait until you're at your goal weight yes. to look stylish right? or to spend the money. You don't have to wait till you're out of debt, you know, to spend money yeah. on things that are important to you. And I probably stole your thunder on that one a little bit. That's all right, girl. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we, we come on and we overlap on whatever we're going to say. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and one thing I wanted to say when you were talking about um, certain things, I want to go back to the house stuff, the style. And because um, I know sometimes, you know, you may actually wear stuff, you know, and, and you have that nailed down, but like the house is more kind of like, well, I don't know. And so, you know, I want you guys to think about this. Like, I think even I, last year I bought these blankets that I absolutely loved and like their throws and throw pill or mm-hmm. not throw blankets. And, uh, but they're warm. So they're not just super pretty that you don't want to use them. You know, they're actually comfortable. And, um, and I love them and I'm so glad I bought them. And also too, swapping out your hand towels in your bathroom. Like I bought new ones. I just realized like my, my old ones, especially having younger kids and they're always washing their hands. They were just looking a little, you know, wear and tear. It's just kind mm-hmm. of like, well, this is kind of need to be, like new life. I need new life in my hand towels. I, it goes back to the, like the little things sometimes just buying a few hand towels and getting rid of the old ones. It spruces up the bathroom. I mean, it really does. It makes it look nice. And then having a throw blanket makes a room look nice. If you want to change out your pillows, just doing those small things really do make mm-hmm. a difference. Absolutely. And I would just say as the money coach here to just make sure it's in your spending plan. Cause what we're not, we're not saying just to go, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this in the car yeah, and just to go into the parking lot and go buy all these things, yes. especially if right. you, you know, it's not in your plan right now, but put it in your plan for sure. And so be intentional about it. Let's not be impulsive, but if it's something that you really do think that would help you is something you want is something you desire, I think you should make it happen for sure. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. So like maybe this month when you're listening to this in August and you're like, I've already budgeted out, then don't, don't rush out and go buy it. Think about it for September. And and mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying. Go to home goods, go to target, buy the hand towels. You know, you know, if you put $50, you could buy some hand towels, maybe so, so pumps. I'm just using this as an example, but like, 
whatever you want to do or a candle that you absolutely love. And you're like, oh, this would make the house smell amazing. You know, we're going into fall. Everybody loves mm-hmm. pumpkin, everything. And so um, whatever that's going to make you feel like, wow, this is makes my house feel so me. This is my style. I love it. You know, set that money aside. It doesn't have to be a million dollars. You know, you can make it happen. And, you know, same with the with your weight and your size pick something that's cute for the fall, get a new vest, you know, or whatever, a new pair of jeans. It's okay. Mm -hmm. If you only wear them for three months, listen, this is what I like to say to my clients. What's the worst thing that's going to happen. You're going to lose weight and then you're going to have to go back to your other jeans. I mean, to me, that's like a win-win you're wearing the new jeans or you're losing the weight and you're moving back into your other clothes and, um, or you're getting a new pair of jeans. Like so sad that your jeans are too big now. I mean, I feel like people (laughs) have to really think about that, right? Like, it's like, it kind of would be like spending money, but you're like, well, well, I'm spending the money, but you're like, yeah, but what if you were making the more money in three months? Wouldn't that be great? Mm -hmm. It's like the weight loss. It's like, that's a good problem to have. It's like, you know, cause you're getting closer to your goal. And so I just want people to kind of rethink that a little bit and just know that you deserve that now, no matter what size you are, you deserve to feel good about yourself. I, I say this all the time, even from 2019, when I lost the weight, there are so many more brands that carry larger sizes that like, I, I couldn't even find a lot of that. I'm like, so from the end of two, 2019 to now, I mean, it's so different. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. So there's really no excuse for you not to find something kind of cute. Even if you want to buy something a little trendy so that you kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, it's not super expensive. I want to buy this. Um, I like being trendy. You may like that. And so uh, just something to think about that. There is really no reason to hold back. And so I just want to encourage everyone um, you know, stay in, stay within your budget, plan for it. Mm -hmm. Same with, you know, like I would do with my clients planning the foods that they want to eat. They don't have to deprive themselves. Um, but to think about what's the next thing that you want to purchase and then think about how much that would cost, figure that out, set the money aside and then go, go get that next month. And, you know, I just be this, you know, the thing is I always like to ask myself, this is what I had to do. And I like to ask my clients this, what does your future self need you today to do today so that you can get to that person? And so, mm-hmm. you know, so if you see a stylish girl at the end of the road, well, you need to start being that stylish girl today. Yes. You know, it just doesn't magically happen. And so um, start figuring out, play with stuff, play with the makeup, play with hairstyles, all, all this stuff. So anyway, Jermaine, do you have anything else to say before we end? No, that is it. I think that we hit a lot. Uh, we've, gave, we've given other people a lot to think about. And I will just say, I'm with you on the fact that clothing stores and brands, mm-hmm. they are really modeling women who are curvy and they look yeah. amazing in these styles. So yeah. ladies, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like right. you can be looking good right now and you wait today. You do not yes. have to wait. I agree. All right, Jermaine, share with us uh, where people can find you if they want to know more about you. Absolutely. Um, my website is germainefoley.com. I'll spell it. It's Jermaine with a G. So G-E-R-M-A-I-N-E Foley, which is F as in Frank, O-L-E-Y.com. And that's where I am. Awesome. Well, Jermaine, thank you so much for coming back on the show again. I mean, I know we could do a two hour show, but you know, I'm going to limit us. So <laughs> thank course. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more on how to work with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. See you there.